Welcome to the Decent Crypto Podcast. I have so much energy right now. It is Tuesday, November 8th. Matthew Blumberg, how are you doing? Anything to talk about today? Welcome to Up Only, brought to you by Binance. <laughs> um, welcome to Decent Crypto Podcast, brought to you by Binance. Um, Matt, dude. Represent. What a- look, dude. I, uh, look, I went... I went into therapy like <laughs> this morning. I come back because of the six, news. I come back sixty minutes later to a new fu- a new world order. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, really <laughs> so many people have been texting me. All my normie friends, um, shout out, you know who you are, um, and <laughs> you have normie just friends? like <laughs> um, anybody who's not on this podcast, I just consider a normie friend. You know, um, <laughs> so just literally, just like holy shit. What the fuck? Is this real? What's going on? <laughs> um, so, and, and then just the blast of memes. Um, oh, it's man. been, it's been one of the highest, highest, um, like, um, punch packing meme days that I've, I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I've uh, barely even caught up. I, I, I'm, uh, I mean, literally I got out of therapy. I was like, wow, that was, that was helpful. What a great session. And then I get this text from you I, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, oh, that must mean yeah. like, that must be big. I'm like, gotta open up Twitter. Open up the Twitter. The funniest part was seeing <laughs> yeah. the text come in slowly from you. Like first it was the question mark to my text. And then it was like, <laughs> wait, FTT. And then it was like, wait, what the fuck? This is huge. And then it was like, wow, dude, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had to do an emergency episode. Um, all okay, right, wait, let's... so should we tell the people what actually happened? Yeah, 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 please. Uh, <laughs> you're you're more tuned well, into it than I am. Let's let's hear. I was gonna say it's time to open up Twitter because I guess nobody really knows what actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> let's go straight to the source. Let's go to SBS Twitter first, mm-hmm. then we'll go to CZ's Twitter because they both said. Um, I mean, they just tweeted each other. So <laughs> SBS says, "Hey all, I have a few announcements to make. Things have come full circle, and FTX." .com's first and last investors are the same. We have come to an agreement on a strategic transition with Binance for FTX.com, pending due diligence, et cetera, et cetera. And then he goes on to the tweet thread. So then he says, tweet number two, our teams are working on clearing out the withdrawal backlog as is. This will clear out liquidity crunches. All assets will be covered one-to-one. This is one of the main reasons we've asked Binance to come in. It may take a bit to settle, et cetera. We apologize for that. What he's alluding to here is that people have not been able to withdraw their funds. Yeah, they, um, they were they were initially not able to withdraw their funds. And then this tweet, I think, came out like exactly an hour later. Right. They were they were pretty quick. Um, yeah. And I mean, pe- people have been monitoring the hot wallets all weekend long. Right. Or, you mm-hmm. know, for the last couple of days. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, there was some talk of like the hot wallet, one of the hot wallets being out of USDC, uh, one of the hot wallets, I think, running out of ETH. Um, mm. and, uh, and then I think they were, they were slowing withdrawals. Uh, and then I think they had to pause them, uh, and people just don't want to get Celsius, right? Like, uh, you know, yeah. uh, the, the, you know, the, there's a question of like, okay, how much do they have in their cold wallets, which is not necessarily like public info, right? Like hot wallets are easy to track because you can see, you know, as the tokens come in and out, you can just track it on chain. Right. Um, but for cold storage, it's much harder to know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so they, they pause withdrawals and then uh, it, it would appear that, yeah, some kind of liquidity crunch, right? Um, and then they've they've since resumed withdrawals or, or have or they, they were working with Binance to resume withdrawals. 
What's going yeah, on? Yeah, so they're, they're basically, go- it seems like there's some kind of gap. There's like some kind of uh, gap in funds. It's not really clear what is causing this liquidity crunch, right? So let's now go to CZ's Twitter, where he has also tweeted about this event, this blessed event. Um, I'll finish out the SBF thing. Number three, the important thing is that customers are protected. Nice. Uh, number four, huge thank you to CZ, Binance, and all of our supporters. This is like the tweet that I'm sure CZ made him write. It's like watching over his shoulder. Uh, this is a, a user-centric development send, that benefits the entire industry. <laughs> <laughs> CZ has done and will continue to do an incredible job of building out the global crypto ecosystem and creating a freer economic world. He's bending the knee. I know that there have been rumors in media of conflict between our two exchanges. However, Binance has shown time and time again that they're committed to a more decentralized fuck off um last point note note that ftx us and binance us two separate companies are not impacted by this stx us withdrawals are and have been live is backed one-to-one and operating normally that last sentence is a little concerning like uh are you saying ftx it was not what? Uh, yeah it, withdrawals are not live they're not back to one and they're not operating normally Turning, brother. Holy shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's now go to CZ's Twitter. A little bit of a different story. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I just love this guy. This is so funny. Um, tweet number one. This afternoon, FTX asked for our help. Nice. There is a significant liquidity crunch. Nice. To protect users, we signed a non-binding LOI intending to fully acquire FTX.com and help cover the liquidity crunch. We'll be conducting a full DD in the coming days. Then he just links to FTX.com. Oh, because that was in the tweet. Um, Next tweet. Uh, In true CZ form, there is a lot to cover and will take some time. This is a highly dynamic situation and we are assessing the situation in real time. Binance has the discretion to pull out from the deal at any time. We expect FTT to be highly volatile in the coming days as things develop. Third tweet. This is the best of all time. Stay hashtag Safu. Nice. <laughs> Fourth tweet. He just quotes SBF's tweet. <laughs> um, so the that is all the information like that's there's nothing there's no other details there's uh Spe- I think speaking of quote tweet did you see do kwan retweeted it with like oh, yeah. uh with someone bending the knee or something yeah yeah <laughs> it was like a game of thrones kind of situation somebody's bending the knee is hilarious and wait then... what is this somebody i i see some fud quote ftx sold for one dollar question mark exclamation point can we get a can we get a source on this uh no absolutely can't get a source on that <laughs> i have no idea where that's coming from <laughs> ftx sold for one dollar oh my god wow dude come on bro we got to keep our listeners safe here this is the decent crypto pod we can't be spreading fud Right, right, right. Um, but what if it's true? <laughs> um, I mean, look. Uh, I mean, yeah. how much? How much did BlockFi sell for? I mean, I think it wasn't I would much. More than a dollar. Um, it was like definitely FTX negative equity value. Many... Um. Hmm? So here's the thing, right? In the coming days, here's the thing I'm very curious about. In the coming days. We're going to find out, or we, you know, I don't know what we'll find out, but we'll find out some stuff, hopefully, about the relationship between FTX and Alameda, right? How much of the funds 
or like where where the funds how the funds are moving back and forth like really like what the relationship is there like are they prop trading with ftx or like with client money like i doubt i don't think anybody has said that but like um we know for sure that alameda is levered and they have a ton of their balance sheet in ftt and other solana ecosystem shit coins which are now going in the complete dump um ftt uh, they made an offer to CZ to buy it for 22 bucks yesterday, and it was completely stable at 22 bucks. And then it now it's at 15. Um, so it's yeah, completely B- BN- nosedive. BNB, meanwhile, <laughs> BNB has done the exact opposite. Um, yeah, it's up eight percent. Like, yeah, um, I mean, it was fat, up way fat, more. And like now it's single like, candle. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a three seventy eight. Like, three sixty two. Yeah, it went up like ten to twelve percent in one candle, and then it came back down. But yeah, I mean, um, possibly so, because they're acquiring FTX with potentially a hole in the balance sheet, t- right? T- like, yeah, exactly. So was, somebody texted me like, "Hey, are they getting a pretty fat discount on this?" I was like, "Well, I mean." First of all, we don't know what the balance sheet looks like for either. And like, I'm assuming Alameda is not involved in this at all, right? Like they're not touching anything to do with Alameda, but it's like, we'll find out like something about like how FTT's market making operations, you know, like were taking place, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I like how much is FTX worth at this point? If the main market maker was Alameda, who's now got a massive you know, debt problem or whatever it is. And then if they were supporting FTX, like broadly speaking, and then the value of their balance sheet is going down more and more like in real time, uh, like what, you know, what does that mean? So I don't know, a lot to unpack. Yeah. I mean, um, meanwhile, the markets are not loving it. Um, so ETH is down, ETH is down, I think, like three or four percent since we started recording this podcast ten minutes ago. No way! Um, oh wait, yeah. really? Yeah, it's at like fourteen right fifty now. now. It was at like fifteen ten before. Uh, yeah, like okay. fully. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, this is some volatility here. Um, yeah, I mean, well, everybody saw what happened during the deleveraging in May, right? And you got to think that there's a fair amount of deleveraging that's going to have to come about as a result of this, right? Um, mm-hmm. So the question is, like, uh, you know, like, for example, if FTX was providing um, uh, was providing leverage to certain players, right, and it gets acquired, yeah. like, maybe, maybe those players have to delever. Maybe Binance mm-hmm. is, like, ruling with a bit, like, stricter of an iron fist, right? Um you know, uh, maybe they're not willing to provide the same like margin terms to uh, to a player like Alameda as FTX was. Uh, yeah. So now you're like, okay, what's on Alameda's balance sheet? I don't know, but it can't be good for the market. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, the question is like, what, what's the contagion going to be at this point? Um, yeah. So somebody on Twitter made this point that a ton of crypto startups, like just assuming FTX to be, you know, completely safe. Mm-hmm. They had their like treasuries on FTX, you know, like a good portion of their treasuries on FTX. Um, wow. Like I saw a tweet from a guy who's not even like this guy, Haralabob, who is like, you know, Bitcoin OG, tons of money um, and like, you know, big background in like poker, sports gambling, all this kind of stuff. He was saying like, he, you know, pretty plugged in guy. He's saying that I have a, um, a seller who wants to sell his entire FTX account, uh, like of large size for 93 cents on the dollar. 
Um, oh shit! <laughs> and, they, and somebody responded like, "Yo, is this still um, like live? Like, can I can I still make a bid here?" And this is right before we started recording at what, like twelve thirty ish p.m. Eastern. And he was like, "Yes, you can still make the bid." <laughs> wow! So yeah, um, super interesting, man. Um, I thought that after the Binance news, people would generally be okay with it, right? Like you know, Binance will step in, they'll make up the gap. Or maybe the concern for somebody like this is Binance goes in, they start their due diligence, and they realize that there's a massive hole in the balance sheet or something like that, you know? And that's yeah. why people are trying to get rid of their accounts. I mean, yeah, the fact that it's pending due diligence is like, you know, it's expected, but it's not great. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, apparently Dokkan have... is on up only right now. <laughs> oh, my God. We recorded at the wrong time. <laughs> Suzu also tweeted at him. He said GM. But I don't know if he's actually alive. <laughs> Suzu is back. Dokkan is, is back. FTX Dokkan is back. Holy if, shit. <laughs> if uh, Suzu and Dokkan are both on up only we might just have to cancel the podcast and just go to up only. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, okay. Let's now talk about the Binance part of this because this is now like they're the only player, right? Like everybody's making the monopoly man joke about CZ, but it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, if you're looking at futures, which is all of the volume, um, like, I don't know. Do you have a take on this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, my my take on this is like, man, Coinbase looking better and better, man. Um, mm. Like, you know, none of the none of these shenanigans, at least so far. Uh, like, what made FTX so much more vulnerable than than Coinbase? Well, I think FTX they're playing a different game, right? They're not like they're trying to play this like degen futures like literally any kind of asset uh go fully levered on it you'll have a market like you know they were one of the biggest books for the trump bet you know for like they'll make markets for anything they'll make markets for presidential elections they'll make them for crypto futures they'll make them for they want they're getting into stocks so it's just a whole different ball game if you hmm. want to do all that stuff in america you need so many different kinds of licenses, um, which they were not pursuing. They weren't interested in them. You know, they're based in the Bahamas. Um, it's a, yeah, definitely, definitely a different game they're playing. I mean, they have FTX US, they have Binance US. Those are both unaffected and those are both also irrelevant. Um, but like, uh, you know, I think as a global player, I think FTX was really picking up. And um, I guess I'm... I guess now that I'm talking through it, the FTX part is not even that interesting to me. The part that's more interesting to me is the Solana piece. Mm. Um, because what happens to Solana now? You know, like their main boy, their like flagship, like, you know, VC, like, you know, whatever. Like he's yeah. like Wonderkind is now. I mean, I'll obviously, buy, I'll buy all is your Solana for $3, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's, so, it's trading down. It was at 30 the other day. It's at 26 now. Um, it's not bad, it was, actually. I mean, it was I at 27. It lower. It's at 27 when we started recording the podcast 15 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Things move fast, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Look, what happens to the Solana ecosystem, right? What about like Serum? Remember Mega Serum? 
I do um, remember Mega Serum. If you buy 10,000 Serum, you get lunch with FTX or with yeah. SBF is the idea. What happens, uh, to the, <laughs> what happens to the US elections? I mean, how much, how much cash does SBF actually have? And how much of his liquid, how much of his net worth was tied up in illiquid FTX equity? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. What happens I mean, to regulations, right? Like, is there a spill over there? Um, I, you know, you got to think that like, here, here's a question. Okay. Has SPF just been having the world's worst couple of weeks, right? Does he go on to like bank lists to like record his like debate about like the future of DeFi and whether or not front ends need to be permissioned, <laughs> knowing full well that he's got like a large hole in his balance sheet that like he may need CZ to step in and, and like acquire him for? Um, or like, is this just like coincidental happenstance, like, you know, and like what, what, what precipitated this? Was it the Alameda balance sheet and just the sheer amount of FTT that they had? Um, and no, you know, dude, what, what precipitated this is his dumbass tweet a few days ago where he's saying like, oh, it's so nice to see CZ actually like lobbying people in oh, DC man. and representing the industry well. And then as in this stupid snarky line about but wait he can actually go to dc right like <laughs> nice dude nice way Ooh. to piss off a guy who's just Brutal. a lot more powerful and rich than you are and playing in the exact same industry <laughs> nice bro um yeah. i mean look man yeah i i just i there's a lot of implications that we just have no idea about right now um and i'm actually very curious initially speaking like is Binance actually going to go through with this deal right that's a great like, question you know like if you look at cz's kind of playbook the last couple of days he got the offer to buy it at 22 bucks right the price tanks he's everybody's like shitting on him they're like oh cz like he, he fumbled the bag here he's like no i'll just buy the whole thing but do it for way lower now well, yeah, what I would assume happens. You know, it was, it was weird, right? Because he was like, A, going straight into Twitter saying, here is my intent. I'm going to sell $500 million worth of FTT yeah. into mm -hmm. the, which is basically all the liquid FTT, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Into, like, into the open market, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, it's at, what, $24 at this point. And uh, yeah. Alameda comes in, they're like, we'll buy it for 22 And he doesn't even accept it. He's like, I'm willing to take an even lower price to send a fucking message. Uh, I mean, he doesn't that's... even acknowledge it. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't even acknowledge it. But so here's my here's my take on what's going to happen now is I think they start looking into the books. Um, they start finding some stuff, whatever they find. I'm sure there's something that at least looks questionable, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I and I assume that they start, you know, we start seeing some leaks some like news leaks or something about how broken this is or whatever, whatever. And then the value keeps, keeps plummeting. Like FTT keeps going down. Everything else that's on their balance sheet keeps going down. Like, you know, basically like it's just going to be a slow bleed for a little bit. And then, I mean, yeah. Do you think CZ like, uh, spent effectively spent 500 million to acquire FTX? <laughs> Yeah, I, th I mean, yeah, basically, like, that's yeah, huh. possible, right? <laughs> no, there's this whole crazy conspiracy of that I was looking at that the amount that they are selling, basically, like, this thing was saying that, like, the BNB hack that happened a few months ago 
it, it's like kind of matches the exact same amount that they're selling the FTT for or like the amount of FTT that they're selling and like kind hmm. of tying it back into like Alameda being the hacker. I was like, oh, this is wild. Um, oh, that's a great <laughs> conspiracy. Wow. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man, just an insane day. I feel like we've been pretty incoherent. Like we're just kind of gathering our thoughts. We're here. just talking. Yeah. Okay. Price target for soul. Ooh. I mean, come on. It's got a tomorrow. Test. 24 oh, hour 24 oh, hour price target for soul it's 26 now so yeah i would say it does bleed more like 20 22 bucks 21 22 ish 23 ish something something like that i'll go under 20 um, you go under 20 within 24 hours wow yeah dude nice. i mean look at look at what happened to avalanche when three arrows went under oh true yeah, yeah. that's true um this um, is this is it, how much did it go down like 50 percent yeah, it was about fifty percent. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, so under twenty, I would still say. Move. I would say within the next few months, we could see it being testing the SBF level again. Three bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the problem with Soul, right, is like it's um, it, there's there's no fee market, right? As we discussed on our deep dive, we'll link it in the show notes if we remember. Um, but like you know, you've never needed to buy more soul to pay gas. Like after yeah. the first time you needed soul to pay gas or unless you like fucked it up and like accidentally swapped all of Spent your soul all, for somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, which like we've all been there. Uh, mm -hmm. damn dude, ETH is tanking now 1430. Oh um, baby. Yeah. It was all right. You, might win, you might win this one. <laughs> 20 bucks. Dude. I think FTX having, uh, having to sell to Binance send, even if their balance sheet doesn't have a large hole in it is going to shake market conviction bigger than we would have thought. Um, like I, I just, I, I think that this is that, that double dip, right? I think this is where the market turmoil really goes into gear. Um, and we see three digit ETH again, please. Um, mm. and, uh, and we see, you know, I don't know where, like Bitcoin doesn't care, right? I love this about Bitcoin. It's just like, no matter what's going on in the market, Bitcoin doesn't give a fuck. Um, it's not 1400. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Oh um, my God. Wait, how is ETH moving so much and Soul is like not moving as much? I don't know. It's probably because uh, I'm looking at the live the live feed on ETH and, and not the live feed on Soul. Um, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, dude, what I, time? You know, what a time to be alive, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I think to your last point, I think it really, like the impact on this, on the market of this event will really depend on the facts that come out around FTX's status, right? Like, do they have a hole in their balance sheet? Are they solvent? Um, are they solvent is yeah is the big question like what also a lot of this will come down to customer like uh like experience kind of like how Safety long do they hold withdrawals yeah, yeah like are are funds safu i think the worst worst outcome here is if binance looks at this and they're like yo not not something we're trying to touch like we are not we're okay with our equity because the reason they're even stepping in is because they have a big equity portion in FTX. They were the first investor. They're now basically making an investment to buy the whole thing. Right. So it's like, uh, 
right? Like, this is, yeah, like, if they look at it and they're like, we're just down to have our equity portion go under or be devalued significantly, like, that's the worst case outcome. I mean, were they um, still holding equity? I thought that um, I thought that CZ's tweet implied that they sold their equity to FTX in exchange for FTT and so oh, that's some right. Dollars, that's right. right. That's um, right. Like, I don't think they're still bag holding. Uh, that's true, but I guess they still are bag holding FTT, which is a you know, it's still a lot of exposure. Which they, I mean, uh, they said they're planning <laughs> to sell, but I mean, they're obviously not going to do that now. So, um, the <laughs> I wonder other how much they got thing, executed. Yeah, I know. I know. Probably not. Probably nothing. Right. I mean, I, I would assume at this point, the whole pl the whole thing was just deployed to tank it and then buy the whole thing. Right. By the dip. Yeah. 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 And um, I think now it's like, uh, I think this thing gets way worse in for like it for FTX's valuation. Right. Like if they were going to get bought out for for whatever amount, like 10 billion, let's say it was valuation, like it's it's going to be half that or something. Hmm. What was FTX's last valuation? It was really fucking big. Remember when they were gonna buy I think Goldman? It was forty billion, yeah, forty billion. <laughs> forty <laughs> yeah, billion. He's like, yeah, we could buy a Goldman Sachs. <laughs> um, yeah, thirty-two billion dollars in September. Holy shit. That was their valuation. Yeah. Wow. Yep. You think Binance gets the naming rights on all the stadiums? So this is also super interesting. Like, you know, the funniest part was like, they're like, oh, it looks like Binance now has a man in DC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the, the naming rights are super interesting. You know, Ledger of Up Only, he was tweeting this morning. He was like, well, I guess it's time to find out who sponsors my podcast now. <laughs> he looked at the contract and it was like, Blockfolio Incorporated or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like two acquisitions ago. Oh, well, yeah, um, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, you got a yeah, Blockfolio so, swap right there. That was their thing. You can go like uh, crypto to crypto or whatever. And yeah, you, you can sell. check the price and trade. Insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure this is going to be part one of this whole saga. Um, because we're going to find out a lot more as things develop. But do you have any parting thoughts for the people, Matt? You know, I'm just, uh, I hope everyone's okay. And I'm thrilled to be here for it, man. This is one of those <laughs> days that like, we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody's Safu, but me, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's insane, dude. We got a Do Kwon up only appearance. We got a Suzu GM. Um, this is this is as wild as as things will get. Uh, actually, I mean, this... not even true. Like not even true. But the last six months have been so ridiculous. The last nine, this whole year has been so ridiculous. Just blow up after blow up. Like if you had told anybody at the beginning of the year that Luna will go to zero <laughs> and and FTX might go to zero, like all within twelve months, like <laughs> who would take that bet? That's the yeah, well... worst parlay of all time. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta ask Anurag what kind of odds he'll give us on the yeah, Dope yeah, to zero and SBF to zero underdog parlay of the week. Now, uh, now the now, <laughs> now now the underdog parlay is is something along the lines of um, uh, 
does Doquan make a comeback? <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, did you see his tweet four days ago? He was like, fuck it. I'm going to host a meetup slash conference. Every cop across the world is invited. Show up if you dare. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So Where, where yeah, on earth is where, this man? I mean, the, the rumor is he's in Europe or something. Well, let's let's turn off the stream and go over to Up Only. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah fuck, this, <laughs> fuck this podcast. We're going Up Only. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll be back in a few days to cover more of this and get into our next deep dive. Thanks for listening. Till next time, stay decent. Uh, none of this was financial advice, legal advice, investment advice, or any other kind of advice. Uh, if you're looking for advice, you are definitely in the wrong place. Uh, until next time, stay decent.